Brave Podcast Network. Sick of being stuck and uninspired and living in fear? Yeah, me too. That's why I created the Get Your Brave On podcast, because I was looking for something that wasn't a push alert on my phone or a negative news story to start my day. Get Your Brave On is a podcast you can listen to while you're getting ready in the morning, brushing your teeth or putting your makeup on or getting your cardio in. Get exactly the motivation and inspiration you need to silence fear and do one brave thing a day. Make sure that you follow so you don't miss an episode. We start the week off with a topic, an inspiration. Then the next episode is a prayer about that. The third episode of the week, a faith-based meditation. The rest of the week includes stories from listeners just like you on how you're facing fear and getting your brave on. Share yours at 530-4-AMANDA. And I bring you experts to give you advice on how to silence fear when it comes to your faith, family, finances, fitness, and we even get to have some fun. Don't miss an episode. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and I'll send you my free Brave Life Planner. Another thing you can start your day with instead of negative news. It is a specific plan to boot up your bravery and set your mind on the right things, the good things. And then a daily planner to help you choose one brave thing a day. If you use this every day for 30 days, that's 30 brave things things you've done in a month. Just think of how brave you will be by the end of the year. 365% more brave. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and make sure you follow the podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome to the Get Your Brave On podcast. This is going to help you deal. If you've ever had that moment, you were just like, <gasps> I get, uh, anxiety. It's, it's like taking over me right now. <laughs> you are not alone. We may not have all the solutions, but we're going to talk about in those moments how you can get your brave on with recording artist Ellie Holcomb. I'm so glad Hi. you're here, Ellie. I'm so glad to be here, Amanda. Yay. I love you and I love this podcast. Yay! Thank you. I love you so much. Well, I just have this mission because nowhere in the Bible have I ever found God says you should just be like extra safe and play cautious. <laughs> you know, I like, have you found that anywhere? I, I haven't, nope. I haven't Mm-mm. found that. And I've been reading it since I was a little girl. So I realized when I was going through a divorce that it's not actually an option, that it is a command to live a strong and courageous life. Have I not commanded you, declares the Lord. But then there's the promise that he will go with you wherever you go. So I just d- developed, and like when I didn't feel any courage at all, I decided mm-hmm. to develop a personal hashtag called Get Your Brave On, where every day I just make the choice. Even though you don't feel like it, it's a choice. It's a habit that we can develop. So let's just start right off. I'm going to ask you the big question. There's no warm up, Ellie. How is it that you get your brave on? Tell me about a time that you were afraid of something and you decided to move forward anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, how long do we have here? As long as you want. (laughs) That's I've the learned beauty of podcasting. <laughs> it is the beauty of podcasting. Um, I I would say uh, even I, I would I would go back to um, 
really my decision to even do music was a really it felt really like a brave decision i had actually was in a i swore that i'd never do music i swore i'd never be in a band um or marry a musician and i think god has a sense of humor but i would i would go back to that time when i i had got my master's in education i was um teaching i loved teaching i was an english teacher and yet my husband was touring musician and he asked me if i would be willing to quit my teaching job, which at the time was our insurance. It was our solid salary. It, you know, it just was right. And so I was like, well, but, and I loved it. I didn't, I wasn't unhappy in my work, but I think at the end of the day, I kept wondering, I I just thought I'm always going to wonder maybe what this would have been like. And so, um, I, you know, we took that kind of big jump. It was a big step of faith, but, uh, we said yes to kind of being together and choosing a life closer together, you know, than further apart, which was beautiful. Well, fast forward eight years later, I thought that was going to be a year long diversion, you know, fast forward (laughs) eight years later, we're still doing music. We've had our first little girl, I've started to write these songs out of scripture because scripture's really grounded me when I've needed to be brave mm-hmm. for the record. I've held on to scripture okay. time and time again. And I had started to write scripture into song. And I had actually quit my husband's band to be home at home with my daughter because she was at two weeks on the road. And by the time she turned a year old, she had been to 32 states in Canada. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was like, and she had started walking. I was like, and we were not in like a fancy bus. We were like in a conversion van. And so she was in her car seat for like six hours a day. I was like, I got to get this girl home. Well, since this calling to, to start sharing these songs with people to start. And I, I mean, God was like, would you be willing to go? I was in counseling, being set free from a lot of stuff. That was brave to say yes to counseling. So but, important, uh, though. <laughs> whoa, so Everybody important. should go. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> it is. We all need it. We all need it. Um, as I'm telling this, I'm like, there's like 80 brave things that got me to this thing. But bring it. I remember, I remember feeling like, I don't know. You know, sometimes you sense God calling you. I felt like he was calling me to share the songs that I was writing because scripture was changing me. It wasn't changing my circumstances. It was giving me solid ground to stand on. And when he called me, um, out to start doing music, he's like, would you be willing to go a sing these songs that you've been writing and B would you be willing? This is what I was learning in counseling. I didn't know it was okay to not be okay. And so I felt like God was saying, would you be willing to go be broken in front of other people? And I was like, no, (laughs) wait, that like, I'm supposed to be the perfect woman at church, you know, like what are you talking about? I am not vulnerable. No, I'm not going to go be vulnerable, mm-hmm. but I, the, I am so glad. And I did. I, I think I was scared. I was scared to, uh, do music. I was scared that doing music, if I said yes to that calling, that it would somehow like destroy my family. I just was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm supposed to be a stay at home mom now. God, like we talked mm-hmm. about this. Like, I don't want to be leaving my kids all the time. If I don't have to be like, I, I, but, but I'm so glad. And I don't know how we're going to pay for this record. I don't know how, I don't know how we're going to do anything. And I am so glad I ended up doing a Kickstarter 
campaign. Mm-hmm. I ended up saying yes and doing this Kickstarter campaign. And I just remember we were trying to raise $40,000 in 50 days. And I felt like I was going to vomit. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Well, now we're going to do this and we're going to fail in front of everybody. Cause if you don't hit the, <laughs> the mark, you're like, you know, sorry. Just, yeah. Right. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. I heard the calling wrong. Mm -hmm. So I was so scared. And my husband said, Ellie, do you feel called to this? And I was like, I really do, Mm -hmm. but I'm scared. And he was like, well, if you feel called to it, I would say you got to take a deep breath and just do it. And I didn't know it, that he was what he was saying would mean so much to me later, which we can talk about why it means so Mm -hmm. much to me later in just a minute, but taking a deep breath and just stepping out, it felt like, it felt like, um, that Indiana Jones scene where he is like taking a step out and it looks like he's going to fall to a certain death. That is what. That is what hitting go on that Kickstarter felt like for mm-hmm. me. And it was so beautiful, Amanda, because, I, but in that movie, that same thing happens. You take a step out, you think it's going to kill you. And then the ground comes up to meet you underneath your feet. Mm-hmm. And I am so grateful that I didn't let fear keep me from this thing that God, this whole adventure that I had no idea. And it has been so beautiful because he has provided for me. He has provided for our family. Mm -hmm. He has made a way. And that's what he does when he calls us to something. He makes a way for us. And it, we don't have all the answers. (laughs) We don't know what the way is, but it has been such a beautiful adventure to give him my surrendered. Yes. Over and over again. Lovely. I love that for you. My gift him my surrendered yes I'm going to remember that living a strong and courageous life doesn't just happen it takes focus if there's something that happened to you a plot twist in your life and you're like I gotta get back on my feet I've got to bounce back but you don't know how to do it you're lost you're needing some kind of structure you're needing the proper mindset I got you I would love for you to sign up to take my get your brave on course you're going to have regular spiritual encouragement meditation devotions, a private Facebook community to help you, setting your vision, finding your why, circling a date on the calendar for the time that you will be strong and courageous, living a brave life, plus a calendar and a routine to help you bounce back from the pandemic and weekly personal chats with me to keep you accountable to your goals. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info. Continuing with Ellie Holcomb. So Ellie, it's not your song, so forgive me, but it reminds me, I remember when the song Oceans came out from United. I remember that. I remember, and I was going through a really difficult, a job change in life. I'm going, why? (laughs) Like, this is really hard. And a good friend say, like, if you're not regularly living life, but several times a month, you're not saying, holy, you know what? Then you're not fully living. It's like, oh, Okay. Okay. Ah. This is like, all right. This is one of my dad's friends. I remember. It's like, Amanda, you got it. I was like, okay. I'm going to okay. keep going in this crazy world called the media and I'm going to keep pushing forward, even though it's brutal. But right. we're keep doing your calling. So, what do you think it is within you that you said you wanted to go back at, like, at it later? But what is within you that allows you to say yes to surrender because I think that there is the there's like I want to do it 
And then there's the part of you that allows you to actually, they're standing on the cliff of Indiana Jones and looking at it. And some people say it's a goal. Some people I feel feel like stand on that cliff for months or years before they're able to take the step. But what is it that allowed you to do that pretty quickly and take the step to say yes to surrender? I'm Tony DeLorenzo, and this is my beautiful wife, Elisa. Hey there. We're hosts of the top-rated marriage podcast, The One Extraordinary Marriage Show. This is the show where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. Each episode, we share what you can do to create the extraordinary marriage you desire. With over 700 episodes, like Information Overload and Sex Pillows and Wedges, there's something for you. Come join us as we talk sex, love, and commitment. Subscribe to The One Extraordinary Marriage Show today, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on your favorite podcast app. Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I, I feel like there is a sense I've tasted and seen enough of God's faithfulness and his goodness to know that even when things don't go according to plan. And usually for the record, at least for me, maybe this is just me, but usually they don't go according to plan. (laughs) You get in over your head. And I think, I think there was enough safety. I had experienced enough safety really through counseling, honestly, in my broken, most broken places in the presence of God, there had been enough safety and love and support that I had tasted there. I think for me to remember that, to have that in my memory, like the logical, you know, part of my memory, okay, he has been good and he's going to continue to be good. Even when I fall on my face and I probably am going to fall on my face a bit. If I'm, if I'm really leaning into what he's calling me into, I think he does like that song you mentioned calls into things that we are, we are in a fail where our feet do fail. And, and, most certainly do. And, but God is in our midst. Mm-hmm. He is the Lord, our God mighty to save. And so we get in over our head and we need help. And so it is, it has been a beautiful thing. I think that memory of his safety and of his goodness enabled me to take a deep breath and then take that first step. And, and then as you begin to take steps, as you begin to break steps and you know, you know this and you see the way that he meets you, even when it doesn't go according to plan, even when your heart is breaking, you feel held. Um, it, it, it emboldens you to continue to say yes to where he's leading. This is a theory I have, and I think it it sounds like it's worked for you, but my theory is that bravery is, it is a habit that builds. So the more and the more brave, the more times you can say yes to surrender and you can be brave is because you're relying on past evidence of God getting you through. That's why I'm a big fan of journaling and being Mm -hmm. able to look back. Although someday somebody's going to have to come and burn them all. But if anything ever happens to me, but <laughs> like yes. look back and you're, you're looking, you're like, wait a second. Okay. God got me through for me. It was, you know, becoming a single mom suddenly and moving with three kids under four across the country to Ooh, go chase down a job by myself. I was like, okay, like we made it like that worked. So then the next thing that happens, I always rely on that past as evidence. 
Yeah. It's like, this is evidence that I can get through this again. And also evidence of failure. Then when that job didn't turn out after I moved all my kids out here, then, and then I was like, well, great. I failed. Now what? But because I had taken that one, that one led to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it You're built. Right. So failure was not failure. It's just, uh, right. my mom says, it's just a bru. It's not a tattoo. Failure is not a tattoo. It's just a bruise. It's going to heal. That's so right. Keep That's going, so right. And that's how we learn and yeah. become strong. I mean, you get up and and that's actually the strength. That's the point. Is is not the fact that you fell down. It's the it's that you get up and it's hard. It is hard to get up and and do it again, but the more and more you do that, like you're yeah. saying. And it's so interesting, I mean, it, what you're saying reminds me of this I just wrote this song um, with this friend of mine, Chris Renzema, and we were we were talking about this, how important it is for us to remember, you know, like remember who God is, remember how he's been faithful, remember how he showed up even when our dream didn't come true or didn't work out the way that we had planned or hoped. Um, but it, this goes all the way back to the Old Testament when people built altars. Yes. Like they would literally stack stones. Mm-hmm. And so we we were we were like, man, and that Ebenezer stone that I'm gonna hold on to this memory of God's goodness because I'm forgetting right now. Yep. I'm freaking out. I need know? it, yeah. <laughs> I need to mm-hmm. remember that you have been faithful and you are here with me now and you will be with me whether this sinks or swims you know this next thing that i'm doing however it goes there's still this presence of love that will surround me and so i just love i love that you're saying that you're like it builds on each other and i think of the little the little altars of bravery you know that you laid down yeah what are some stacks of stones like i think for me it would be my home I I know that's silly and it's really, I promise it's not materialistic because it's not like this super fancy place, but I had this goal of owning my own home as a single parent with three kids because I wanted my kids to have a room where they could paint and they could put stuff up on the wall, you know, our place that we called home. And I thought I was going to lose it one time when I lost a job and I was like, well, but I'm the only income. Like I don't have a backup. What do you mean? But I was able to, and I was close to selling it. And I had wow. a friend that came in and I had like this blue t- paint, you know, the blue painters tape that you use to. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I had this blue painters tape on stuff that I was going to take out of the house to get it ready to sell. And she came over and she's like, what is up? What is with this? And, she, and I said, I, I think I'm gonna have to sell the house. Cause you know, I don't know. I don't, I'm in transition right now. She goes, but didn't you pray for this house? It's like, yeah. I was like, didn't you feel like God, this was an answer to your prayers, a goal. It's like, Yeah. She says, well, don't you think God's going to give you a way to keep it? And like, I remember I, I ran around and like took all the blank painter's tape, like off all the wow. furniture and I'm like still in that house, you know, I'm like, yep. Wow. Like for me, my house is like my altar. Of, oh, uh, of, do you have an beautiful. altar that is your evidence of like, okay, here's my altar. Is it that first album? Your Kickstarter album? Oh, a hundred percent. I still look back. You know, it's funny. We made these t-shirts for people who were Kickstarter backers because that was a crazy thing, Amanda. We hit our goal in two days. Oh, that's awesome. And you were so scared. I was so scared and I was just weeping and I still tear up. And my brother was actually wearing the shirt last night on a family Zoom that we did. But I made these t-shirts that every Kickstarter backer got who 
pledged $20 or more or something that says, I made music with Ellie Holcomb and people <laughs> will still wear those shirts to my, to my shows. And I just get to look them in the eye and I get to say, you are an Ebenezer for me. You oh. like, thank you for supporting me and for helping me know that God wasn't asking me to take this journey alone. He was asking me to build a community of people whose stories were going to connect with the ultimate bridge builder and the best storyteller and story writer ever, Jesus. And I, it is, so anytime I see one of those shirts, that record, for sure, it is that. And then I think of this, um, because I've, I've walked, we've talked about this before, but I've walked, I think of my keys player, Krista, she, uh, told me that one of her little girls was very fearful, mm -hmm. um, very much an introvert, very scared of the dark, scared of everything. And so she got her, and I love, this is what you were just talking about. She got her little journal and she wrote on the front, Sophia's book of bravery. Oh, and I was like, I love that. So she was like, anytime you do something brave, go write it down. Oh. And so she had, she ended up filling. And sometimes it was just, I went upstairs to brush my teeth by myself in the bathroom, you know, but she was like, that was brave for you. Write it down. And so I've had, you know, all kids have their worries and their fears. And so I had a season with my little girl when she was having some worry and having some fear. Mm -hmm. And I just totally stole that idea from my friend, Krista. And I got her a little donut journal. Um, and I put on it, uh, donut worry oh, <laughs> because for the do not worry verse, you yes. know, and we started memorizing scripture, fear not for I. So we memorized some scripture that, that speaks directly to this this call to bravery, mm -hmm. fear not for I have redeemed you. I've called you my name. You are mine. Do not worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God yes. and the peace of God that transcends our understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And then she started writing down. So I, when I hear my little girl talk as we've, we've kind of been in the process, I, I was trying to help her not to worry. I asked my friend who's a counselor. Um, her name is Sissy Goff. She's amazing. And, and, you should follow her. She's like Mr. Rogers on the internet. Oh, it's amazing. Yes. Okay. And she's sneaky because she speaks to like how you sp or can help your children if they're worried or afraid. Um, but really, I feel like she's speaking to me. <laughs> and so she talks about how when we are worried, our, uh, this is like science a little bit, but how all of our logic and reason when our heart is racing and we're yeah. like, we're scared, all of our blood flow goes to the enigula, which is fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And so she talks about how breathing literally grounds us back because we can't even have a logical thought when we're afraid to do something brave. We can't even like speak the truth to ourselves sometimes because yep. we're just like, how do I Shutting get out down. of this? Is it that five yeah. second thing? Yeah. What so literally yeah. there's, there's a bunch of different ways that you can do it, but it's, you can trace your hand. So if you just breathe in when you're going up your finger and pause and go down. So, Oh, that's good. So I'll do a breathing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, breathe in and you trace your whole hand, um, or you can draw a shape on your leg. That's really good because that grounds you in reality. Like if you can get physical touch or we do the five senses where you do five things, she'll, she would list, um, you know, she's worried five things she can see four things that she can, um, smell, smell yeah. three 
things that she can touch, two things that she can hear, mm -hmm. and one thing that she can taste. And all of a sudden, when you're doing that, you're getting off of that roller coaster of worry and fear, and, and you're able to kind of ground yourself and be present in the moment, and then speak truth to it. So she has to separate the worry from ourselves to say, you actually get to be the boss of this worry and this fear, like nice. which little kids yeah. love, and actually so do I. Yeah. And so you name it worry monster or whatever, and my little girl calls worry princess worry because worry's the princess and she's the queen and so she so, so the, the queen I, is in charge you're right the queen is in charge of the princess mm -hmm. and so i it was it has been so beautiful because i think as a parent you know, the last thing that you want is to, for your child to be worried. The last thing that you want is for mm -hmm. them to feel fearful. And every kid has their own fears, whether it's the dark or I don't know, monsters underneath the bed or whatever. Or trying but out for the volleyball so team, like my daughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Trying Rejection. out for the volleyball team yeah. or, um, we just had a really bad tornado come through. So mm -hmm. Every time a storm, a thunderstorm comes, like it, the tornado did some serious damage. There's like some PTSD there. Yep. So breathing through that has been so beautiful. But it is every time that I talk with my daughter and we're breathing together, it it becomes this. It's like we are getting to become brave together. And and sometimes after I get through like breathing with her, talking with her, and really she's at a point now where she can do it without me. And so I, she's like, Mom, I was scared last night. And and so I I was breathing and I traced my I I drew a square on my leg, and then I said our verse and I said what's true and I told Princess Worry that I was kicking her to the trash can outside. And I was like, oh my goodness, babe. And she was okay. She's okay. And I'm like, that was so, it, so watching her be brave and then actually sometimes being with her and then going and practicing the same thing after being with her as a parent has been so beautiful for me, but it does build, it builds on itself. And it's such, it's a beautiful mm -hmm. thing. It's like, um, strength training, you yeah. know, it's like you start off small, you start off small. You well, it is, it's deeper than that. I have so much to say to you right now, like 10 taps open in my head in this conversation, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> browser, but yes, absolutely. Because, um, like training, you know, in weight training, I used to do some competitive weightlifting back in the day, and, and, <laughs> but I was just mainly a hobby, but in weightlifting, you find your point of failure and that's seen as a success and everybody claps when you're at the gym, like, you know, you have the big bar and like you're doing front squats or back squats or whatever it is that you're doing or bench press and you keep adding the plates on the end of the bar. And then, wow. and when, and you're like, okay, I'm going to try five more, five more. And then when you can't do it anymore and you have to drop the weight, you're like, yes, I found my point of failure. Find, that's the goal in weightlifting is finding your point of failure. That taught me so much about life when I first became a single mom because I thought, oh, that means don't just live your life so small where you never get hurt, but, but keep adding and keep trying more plates on the bar in life so you find your point of failure because you never would have tried those things in the first place. So it's really not failure. It's like you, you oh, found out man. how hard you can work. And then you found out, okay, there's my limit and what I need to work on. Cause otherwise Ooh. you just stay in the same place. So you're Man, exactly that, right. That is so beautiful. <laughs> and I just think I love that sense of, of community too. I feel like 
I don't know, like, of everybody being like, yes, this is it. This is what being alive looks like. Because yeah. it's true. Ooh. To be human is to be broken. And, and there is this beautiful promise that we have as people of faith, as followers of Jesus, that whatever point of failure, when we can't hold whatever, yeah. there are these, like, marvelously strong arms to, to fall into. Yeah. It's like... It's actually, he's a really soft place to land when you stumble and trip because he's right there and the mercy doesn't run out, you know? And so it's like, there's always this, like, I don't know, net of, of safety and support, like, cause we're carried wherever we go, you know? Yeah. And so I'm just, I'm great. I love that image of I people. I like that idea. Maybe Ellie, we should, it, it, it's a challenge for me too. I have like a, a Facebook group of get your brave on women and men that have decided to do this journey with me. And it made me think, you know, that's what we kind of need to be like those people at the gym that cheer each other on at the point of failure. Like yeah. is, that's the kind of woman I want to be. I don't want to be the woman and the friend that's going, did you see what's happening at their house? Or did you hear? I don't want to be that person. I want to be the, the friend and the woman that comes into another woman at church who's going through a tough time in her marriage or a separation or whatever. Be like, Hey, I've been there. I've got you. What yep. is it that you need? And, and you're going to be okay. I think, yeah. And this is a, this is a part of the journey mm -hmm. and God's here. And this is a part of your story that he's writing and that he's going to redeem. And you're loved <laughs> and there's a new chapter and there's life again. I promise you can yes. use me as evidence. And it's not funny about your daughter that you can, as a, a mother myself, I find that, you know, I always thought that my job was to like lead them and teach them. And they're the ones that end up teaching me. Like, per. <laughs> So do you, would you say, yes, your daughter's journey with overcoming fear and anxiety has taught you how to overcome it? Would that be accurate? Mm -hmm. 110%. Yeah. And the thing, I think so often the thing that we think, I don't know, it's like the last thing that you want to do. If you show up fully to that place and breathe and invite Jesus into those moments, just, God help, breath prayer, you know? Uh, the, it actually ends up being like the story. It's like the stories that we tell about God. It's not when we got it all right. It's when everything was falling apart mm -hmm. and he is there in the midst and, and rewriting and redeeming and restoring. And so the thing that I didn't want to happen with my, you know, you just don't ever want them to hurt you. Um. You want to protect them from everything, but we can't. And so that when she was scared, and worried. I thought that was just going to break my heart. But what it actually happened when I showed up and we literally breathed through those moments together, it's actually brought us closer, not only to each other, but to the heartbeat of who God is and how he meets us in our places of, of weakness and in the places mm -hmm. that feel dark and when we feel lost. And so I'm just so grateful that I just wrote a whole record about this, but it just is like at the very, even at the very pit of the Canyon, mm -hmm. the very pit of the darkest night of your soul, the light of Christ shines brighter. And so we can sustain and walk through so much heartache and suffering. And we can also know because of who Jesus is that that suffering never has the final word and that there's a river 
running through our deepest. Mm. It runs deeper than our deepest sorrow or longing or failure or dream that didn't come true. His mm. love runs deeper than that. And it will carry us when we feel like we can't carry on, when we drop the weight. Yep. When we it's drop the weight. there to carry us. You got a spotter. <laughs> you got somebody that's going to spot you. <laughs> we have an eternal spotter. Thank you, Jesus. I've never eternal called Jesus spot. a spotter, but I'm like, he totally is. He's like, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that. So, so Ali, uh, it, I, I'm going to put you on the spot because I think I know you can handle it. Um, if there's someone listening right now, that's like, I, I, that is stuck as we were talking earlier, like that Indiana Jones and that scene that's stuck. And it's like, but I can't take the next step. I want to, but I've just not, maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's going back to school. Maybe it's rebuilding your life after the loss of a relationship or the loss of a job. So much of us are rebuilding right now. What would you say to them? Some encouragement to them to why do you feel like it's okay and they should get their brave on and, and step off and move forward? Yeah. Well, I would say this, uh, I feel you and I'm with you because <laughs> yeah. I've been there so yeah. many times mm-hmm. and I would, I would just, I would point to two things. I would say to take some deep breaths and remember who you are and, and who you are is a beloved son or daughter of the most high God and nothing that you do can make him love you any less and nothing that you do or accomplish can make him love you any more than he already does right now. And so you've kind of got nothing to lose in terms of what actually really matters at the end of the day. And then the other thing that I would say to encourage you is, um, is just that almost I, I, I'm really thinking back here because I don't want to say this in an untrue way, but almost everything that I've done that has scared the heck out of me, yeah. um, that has been that I, the things that I thought would kill me, journey, the journey in counseling to visit some of the deepest wounds in my story, the the risk of quitting my teaching job to join my husband's band. The risk, the the yes that I said to um, to making my own music, the yes that I've said to mend relationships and to have conversations with people, to ask for forgiveness that felt so scary and so hard. The yes that I said this last year when I felt called to lead a group on racial reconciliation, being a baby toddler infant at all of that. I'm like, I don't have any of the answers, but almost almost every beautiful thing, the yes to saying yes to marrying my best guy friend. I didn't know how that would work out. And, but so many of those yeses, the most beautiful things that I've seen and, and the most powerful ways that I've seen Jesus show up in my life have happened on the other side of those yeses. And I don't mean to say that, um, they were full of ease and peace and that they, the plans went exactly how they went to. Sometimes there was heart heartache on the other side of those yeses, but I have known Jesus more because of giving a surrendered yes to where he's calling me to. And I would just encourage you. He's going to be there on the other side of your brave. Yes. Uh, yeah, he will be on the other side of your brave. That is a beautiful thing. Sometimes the goal isn't always success. The goal is just to be closer. 
to know him more, more, to know him more. And that is always a success to know him more. Ali, you're amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your Uh journey. And, um, I know there's so much more to your story about you being vulnerable on the stage and this new music that you wrote. So where can we find more about Ellie's story and your new music? Absolutely. Well, I'm Ellie Holcomb, H-O-L, comb your hair, (laughs) C-O-M-B, on pretty much any social media thing. Yeah. And then uh, EllieHolcomb.com has all the links to everything you could ever want. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm honored to get to be with you and hear some of your story and share some of mine. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful gift that this call that we have to be brave. It is. (laughs) Isn't it? And and the promise that we're never alone in doing it. And Ellie's here for you with her music and everything and I'm here for you and by the way get your brave on community <laughs> we're yeah. growing and just it's a safe place for you yeah. I promise and any other <laughs> lasting thoughts anything that I did not ask you that you're like I still have to say this and I want to get off my chest <laughs> uh, um, I just think I'll reiterate this and I know oh, we yeah. were literally breathing before but I, I think if you can just be I think sometimes the bravest thing is to uh, grieve what we need to grieve. And I think I encountered as I grieved, we we have a man of sorrows, Jesus, who meets us in our most broken places and who reminds us that our brokenness never has the final word. And if it's not okay, then it's not the end because in the end, everything will be okay. (laughs) So um, for you to allow, I think for us in the church, sometimes we don't do a good job with grief and and when we yeah. fail, like, I don't feel like we do a good job when other people fail, even we're like, Ooh, did you see that? Yeah. And so for you to breathe with yourself and show yourself empathy, um, and breathe in the fact that you are still beloved, even in your most broken place, I guess I just want to say that cause, cause it matters. It's changed my life and it's made me a lot more brave, uh, knowing that. Beautiful. Allie Holcomb. Thank you so much for being my Love guest. you friend. Amazing. Thank you for having me. She is. That's Ellie Holcomb's new song, I Don't Want to Miss It, off of her debut album. Find out more about her at ellieholcomb.com. And also that book she was talking about to help teenage girls who suffer with worry and anxiety. It's called Brave, A Teen Girl's Guide to Beating Worry and Anxiety. It's by Sissy Goff. You can find it on Amazon, and I linked everything up at getyourbraveon.info. I hope that helped you. And I just want you to know, I'm always here to help you, too. If you want inspiration to live a more strong and courageous life and a specific plan to help you get back on your feet after a plot twist i got your back join me at getyourbrainwall.info hello this is dr doug grotheis host of truth tribe where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most and we are not tribal since truth is for everyone please join me at the truth tribe as i discuss the reasons for christian faith the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app. Hello, hello, Quinice Petway here, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. Are you someone who loves to take a deep dive into God's word one verse at a time to explore his will for your life and desire to draw closer to him? 
If that sounds like you, I'd love to invite you to head over to lifeaudio.com and search your daily Bible verse to tune in and subscribe for daily inspiration, life application, and spiritual transformation through the in-depth exploration of God's Word. Thank you so much for your support of the Get Your Brave On podcast. I'd love to connect with you. Call my hotline anytime and let me know how this podcast is impacting your life and how you're silencing fear at 5304-AMANDA. Let's connect on socials and get more strategies to silence fear every day on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Amanda Carroll Show. And if you want to go deeper, join my Patreon. You can get daily motivations and prayers and meditations and live videos. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and sign up to be a member of the Get Your Brave On tribe. Join our Facebook group too. Just search Get Your Brave On. And I'd be honored if you would follow this podcast and subscribe and even leave a review. That helps more women just like you facing a plot twist find more strategies to silence fear. I'll shout you out in the next episode or even send me an email to amanda at amandacarroll.org and tell me how God is using this podcast in your life like Kim did. She said, I just want to thank you for your podcast. I signed up in July and honestly, always deleted your message. (laughs) It's okay. Or sometimes just took a quick glance. But today was different. It was if God was drawing me to really take a look at it. And I did. After downloading the app to get a podcast, I went back and clicked on the prayer. As I stood in my bathroom, brushing my teeth, the words just filled the room with a peacefulness. It came over me and it was like a weight had been lifted. The stress of living with a few disabilities and being on long medical leave from work for over a year and the stress of trying to go back to work with homeschooling two kids, I was keeping it all in. I just wanted to know how much you make a difference. I even shared your podcast with my mom, cousin, and brother, (laughs) even though he's not a lady. He's going through a tough time and wanted him to hear the prayer. So bless you. Bless you. I am so thankful that God used this in your life. You're my why. I'm honored to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. All the links are in the show notes. And I love the idea of you listening to the episodes while you're brushing your teeth. I actually think it's perfect. Start your day with me. So just make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Get your brave on.